Okay, so there was, um, I don't know if you saw this, it was it was trending, it was a big story, and then like all the newspapers picked it up. So there was a nurse in, I want to say like South Dakota, North Dakota, one of the Dakotas. South Dakota is really bad right now. Okay, I guess South Dakota. And yeah, you know what, it was South Dakota, and she she's in a hospital and she handles COVID patients. And she said that, and you should read it, it's actually fascinating. She said there are so many people out there that even when they have COVID, they're still in denial mm-hmm. of COVID. They still say that COVID doesn't exist when they're laying in a bed in a, in with the IC, COVID. In the ICU. In the ICU, needing to be intubated. And they're saying to me, this is not COVID. It's something else. You need to test me for other things. This is, they're making up things. They're like, um, it's pneumonia. It's this. It's that. It's like, no, you don't get these symptoms with pneumonia. You don't get the symptoms with, you know, cancer, whatever it is they think they have. Mm. She said they are laying there sick, telling me, why am I all dressed up in this stupid getup? You know, her whole PPE. <laughs> right. And then they die. Um, and then and then she has to wheel them out and take them to the morgue. So you, you believe now? But but she is saying, you know, we heard in the beginning that people who were in denial of it then got it. And they were like, oh, my God, this stuff is real. Like, I got it. It's real. My wife got it. My cousin died of it. Like people, their eyes had opened. But there is a there is a large group of people, certainly in South Dakota, where this nurse works, that are like they have COVID. They're laying there in the ICU going, yeah, this isn't real. This isn't COVID. This is why I want to hide in my room. I know. This is why I don't want to go anywhere. I mean, I, I can't. Um, so Jimmy Fallon gave us all what we needed last night. Okay. He, he, he put together a concession speech. This is, was on Jimmy oh, Fallon. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> My fellow Americans, a short time ago, Joe Biden beat me in the election. <laughs> and not only did he win. He won by a lot, actually. (laughs) Therefore, it is time for me to step aside because, let's face it, I wasn't probably on my game and I wasn't doing so well. And, you know, I'm the only president in history to lose the popular vote twice Twice. and get impeached. (laughs) It's time for a change. Greatest dream in the world is that Joe Biden wins because the winner of this vote was decided by a fair and open election. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I humbly concede... (laughs) To Joe Biden. <laughs> the American people have responded. And they said to me, you're fired. Fiend, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. I have to applaud him on that That's one. funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's great. Oh, just see, speaking of late night hosts, see that Conan O'Brien has given up his show. He's no longer going to be doing late nights. I think he's going to be doing a show on HBO Max instead. But no more Conan on TBS. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because Conan went from NBC to uh, uh, TBS. Uh, no, then he went to live shows because he went. Remember, he was on the road for a while because no TV oh. station would pick him up. And then right. he went to TBS for five nights a week. Then he went down to an hour a week. And now he's on YouTube maybe, you know, every other day. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's moving to a whole nother service that nobody has. HBO Max. Everybody Nobody has, has that. that. Nobody's going to watch. There's way too much stuff on HBO Max. Yeah, I'm not stopping true. on Conan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Deadwood. I'm going to The Wire. I'm not. I'm going to land on Conan. Yeah, he only does one week, one hour a week now, and that's too much for him. Oh, so not one hour a night, one hour a week. One hour a week. 
Oh man, yeah, I guess that was I guess that was too much for him. I don't know what <laughs> what's, he, what's he doing like an interstitial on HBO Max, like in between shows, just him going, "Hi, it's Conan." Yeah, see, we used to do fifteen hours a week, and I thought that was a lot. A lot. <laughs> so he's doing, man. I don't know if I can do this hour a week crap. I mean, this is killing me. <laughs> to, to, to write enough jokes for a good five minutes of uh, of airtime, it's hard to do. And he's been Poor at home. Conan. Yeah, I mean, he's very talented. I mean, t- Conan is great, but not at an hour a week. It's crazy because if you think about it, you know, he started out writing for The Simpsons. And so Saturday Night Live. He was on. And Saturday Night Live, right. So right. he's had quite a career. And then to end up where he is now, it's kind of like, well, at least HBO Max will take him. I mean, he could have made it to The Tonight Show if he stayed at I NBC. Know. Yeah. I think the reason why he hasn't been successful these past few years is because you have to be political and he won't. I think that, you know, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel, you know, the reason why they do well is because they're willing to talk about politics. They're willing to say things that are a little more, um, I mean, funny, but still like, you know, kind of edgy stuff. Conan's never been edgy. You know, he he gets up and he makes comments about like pop culture stuff and then he has guests on that are in shows and movies nobody's watching you know he doesn't really do a lot of controversial stuff he doesn't he doesn't have donald trump on he doesn't have joe biden on you know the way that jimmy kimmel and and jimmy fallon do and everybody's falling into that same category of liberal and it's just too much somebody has to stand out and do something different oh well somebody is alec baldwin and uh, kelsey Grammer. You know, the opposite ends of the aisle. Kelsey Grammer's a conservative and Alec Baldwin is a liberal. And the two of them have decided to do a TV show together. Oh, really? Which, yeah, which I'm kind of impressed with. It's like it's about time. You know what I mean? It's about time that uh, two people from opposite sides have united to star in a new sitcom. Yeah. Alex, it's- like, get me out of the house. there are six kids in this house all under the age of four get me out of this house (laughs) so uh there's no word in a title yet but it's about three guys who were roommates in their 20s until their egos drove them apart and then they reunite reunite decades later and um it's being developed by uh chris lloyd the guy who created modern family Mm -hmm. and he had worked on Frasier, so he's friends with Kelsey Grammer, their old pals. Um, so we don't really know what it's going to be about, other than just that it's gonna it's gonna air on ABC. It's gonna premiere next fall, and uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to it's see because been Kelsey green lit. Yeah, Alec just wants to get out of the house, and Kelsey, God only knows what he's been doing. I think he too needs to get out of the house at this point. <laughs> Is he still married to that uh, housewife? No, no, oh, long okay. gone. No, long no, gone. he. He left her for, I don't think it was the nanny, but it was somebody like that. Right. Uh, this woman, I think her name is Kate. They've been together for years. No, and it's so fu- so funny because the whole thing played out on the Real Housewives show, the Beverly Hills. So, of course, I had to watch the whole thing. So I was like, what happened to Kelsey Grammer? <sighs> and then remember, when I was doing extra work and uh, day player work, I got a job as Janine Garofalo's stand-in in a movie mm-hmm. and it was Janine Garofalo and Kelsey Grammer. So when you're a stand in, they treat you like the actors because you've got to be with the actors. You're their stand in. You have to. So what a stand in is in case you don't know, it was perfect because I was about the same size and height, uh, as Janine Garofalo. She's and really I had let these, herself go. 
No, it's when I was skinny. It's when I was very oh, okay. skinny. Yeah, yeah. So it worked perfectly. Plus, I had the same glasses. So I, they made me wear my glasses. Um, so a stand-in is somebody who like – so it takes them a while to set up the light and the shot and do all that stuff. And actors don't like to stand on the set while they say, like, what about this light? What about that light? Can you move to the right? Can you move to the left? Let's make a spot here. They don't like to do that. Mm-hmm. So they're in their trailers or they're in their whatever special room they had for them. While me and this guy who was Kelsey Grammer stand in, we, we were literally standing there while they set up all the lights and the shot and the cameras. And they made us walk to see, like, is the camera going to work? Is that shot going to work? What's in the background? So once all that is set, then they call the actors in. Right. Yeah. So where it was like, I think they, they call it like a team one and team two. Mm. So we were team we were team two. Um, so then they call in the actors, but then during the downtime, we got to hang out with Kelsey Grammer and Janine Garofalo because there's only one place to keep people and we all had to be together. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Kelsey Grammer's sitting down, he starts singing, uh, a Steely Dan song. So I said, Hey, Steely Dan fan. He's like, yeah. I said, same. Did you see the pay the rent tour? He's like, that was my favorite tour. Which shows did you see? So we started. We sat there for a while, and we spent the whole day bonding over our love of like yacht rock. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk to anybody about music. It's funny, even though we're different generations. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, well, did you see uh, Dukes of September? I was like, I did see Dukes of September. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to craft services. Come on, let's go. <laughs> But it was funny. It was like, you know, we didn't talk about politics. We didn't talk about I didn't acknowledge that I even knew who he was. I wasn't like, oh, my God, I watched your wife on your on that show. Talk about how crappy you treated her. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so I, but I acknowledge none of that. I just act, you know, we were we were co-workers in that moment talking about music just to pass the time until they're ready for the next shot. It was fun. He was a really nice guy. And he didn't hit on you. He did not. Well, look at me. Oh, I yeah. Don't, I don't look like the kind of woman he would hit on, so <laughs> I was pretty safe there. And he was very nice. We took some pictures together, and uh, yeah, it was really it was he was really cool. 